Thank you guys for tuning in to the last uh, episode in Jams with Jay. Uh, we have a special guest, Mexico native Silent Ivan, is going to tell us about his journey going, uh, growing up through Mexico and how he ended up in the USA uh, playing music with the early band. And uh, also there's a little secret you guys don't know about him, you'll find out, so stay tuned. Music oriented, but I, I was in the era where Limbiscuit and Corn was like popular. So my brother and his friends, they, they want to start a band. So one day my brother got home with, with a guitar, uh, but he's lefty, so I couldn't use it. So I used all the money that I had from Christmas and I bought my first guitar. Uh, and that's pretty much how I was, where everything started. I started playing guitar first. So you started playing corn? Well, I started playing Limbiscuit. I was a big Limbiscuit fan and my brother was a corn fan. So yeah. That's awesome. Show each other the songs that we want to learn. It was pretty fun. What's, uh, your, what's your favorite corn song? Well, I, I think my favorite will be Frequent Leash. I think that's... <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> Mine was pretty big. I was listening to the corn back when they were... Uh, they were playing that uh, all day long. Oh, yeah. I did this. <laughs> yeah, dude, like... That was like a really big song for me, I guess. Yeah, that's a really good song. And so, yeah. what? Why did you pick up the guitar? Like, what? What made you want to pick up the guitar, though? Well, I, I really didn't know anything about music, so I didn't know that bass was a thing. Um, so I just saw my brother with a guitar, and I was like, "Oh, I want the guitar too." So I kind of just copied him. <laughs> and so, what? What did you ever take any lessons or like? Where yeah. you just kind of self-taught. No, no, no I, I did big lessons like right away. I I bought my guitar in December 30th. And probably January 6th, I wasn't at the academy doing my taking my first lesson. <laughs> so oh. uh, I knew nothing about music. Uh, probably growing up, I didn't hear any music until probably the 2000. So that's when I started listening to... And, and those were my first bands, pretty much, like Limp Bizkit and Corner were the first thing that I heard. That's that's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I heard what my mom listened to, but it was like ballads, and uh, to me it was just music. I, I really didn't have a feel for that. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of strange, you know, like how different the music is uh just between countries you know oh yeah yeah for sure like uh, i don't know what year was famous in biscuit and corn here but we got it 2000 2001 is when we started listening to that and, and what was that like were, were you like what 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 is this or like yeah. this stuff is sick well I, a friend of mine we, we didn't go, have cable so the day we got cable, a friend of mine was like, hey, you should listen to MTV. So I turned MTV, and it was like uh, the top 10 list, and Limp Bizkit was like number one for like a week straight. So I was hearing that song, like I think it was Rolling at the time. What is and that? Listened... Keep rolling, 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 yeah, rolling. Yeah. So I, I listened to that every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember yeah. the music video to that? Oh yeah, they were in this. It was New York. They were like in this Cadillac. Dude, yeah, <laughs> that's taking me back to. Well, here it was like Saturday mornings. Oh yeah, 
Man, that was awesome. I remember I getting up and like, watching that, like, almost every Saturday morning. I would turn on MTV. Yeah. Because that's back when they played, like, music videos, like you were saying. Yeah, and they were, that's pretty cool because they were, like, the same music videos pretty much, like, over and over again. So, that was pretty cool. It was uh, everything I looked forward to. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that was my that was my thing. Going going from school, putting MTV, and all day long, just <laughs> watching that. And um, now I know that we've been kind of hinting at it, but uh, we're gonna get to it in a bit. Yeah. Um. So, were you ever in like any bands like? back in in like school yeah i was pretty much the moment i started playing guitar my brother and i kind of started like a band and then a friend of the both of us he started playing guitar pretty much the same day or the same month so um we kind of like needed a bass player so i was at the academy and i I picked, picked a bass and i really liked it so I started playing bass, and that's how we started our first band. And it was my brother, my friend, and I, and then we got a drummer, and then my brother left, and pretty much that started all. And so, like, what kind of music uh, were you guys playing then? Well, it was, since we started playing Blink, Blink and Green Day. Yeah. That was my my first gig ever. Sick. The set list was first day, all the small things. Oh, um, damn it! Uh, basket case, gig stink bread, and when I come around. That was the set list of my first gig. <laughs> and and where where did you play your first gig? Like what? Uh, was, I'm sorry. What was what where like where was it like at a venue or like at a bar or at a party? No. It was like, well, since we, my, my brother's friend and my friends, we all started playing the same time. One of his friends made like a, like a gig at his house just with friends. And my brother invited my band to play there. So that was my first gig in that, in the guy's house. And so after that, I mean, you were hooked. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I was, I was so nervous that day. I couldn't even. I, I didn't even learn a song. I didn't know how to play um, basket case, and I was so nervous when 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 it was over. I was like, man, I want to do it again. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's like this like once you hit that first note, man, it's like it takes you just back to the garage or back wherever you were practicing at the first time, you know? Yeah, I mean that my that first gig for me, I was so nervous the whole gig. I. I couldn't even look at the people. I was staring at my base the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> that was the first gig. That's that's pretty much how it went for me. I didn't oh, yeah. really... Uh, we played at like an art gallery. Oh, that's cool. And uh, it was kind of like a last minute thing. I just joined the band, uh, which is my band, The In-Between Era. But uh, I really hadn't been playing electric guitar that long. Okay. And uh, we were told that we were going to be playing at like an art gallery and i was like oh cool you know first gig i'm excited but i really didn't know the materials that well <laughs> as well as i thought i did yeah and yeah. so when i got there like all my friends and family were, were pretty much there and uh yeah it, it was it was bad but nobody really knew yeah yeah they don't notice that 
And, uh, so, like, do you think that Blink and Green Day and uh, Limp Biscuit were, like, pretty big influences of yours growing up? Yeah. I mean, when I started playing, that's what the first time that I heard Blink do, like, to, to get ready for that gig. So I, I pretty much only knew those three songs. And a little bit, not too much later, I started playing Chili Peppers and... Uh-oh. Metallica. So I'm gonna <laughs> say that probably Chili Peppers and Metallica is what made me like play more. Especially the Chili Peppers. Oh yeah, yeah. It was first time I heard them was crazy, and as all my every day I would just go home and practice around the world. <laughs> now I'm curious, what's your favorite song by the Chili Peppers? Oh man, that's a really hard one. Uh, I'm gonna go with Airplane. Yeah, you know. <laughs> They have some the like one of the best basses I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, yeah. They that guy makes really cool bass lines, that's for sure. Like the first time I ever heard him I, I remember I'm like remember going like wow dude, like you can do that? <laughs> you can do that on a bass? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Flea's pretty good bass player. <laughs> and so how how let, let, let's just let's just spoil it. Okay. So after after the band that you were in um, during during school, yeah, how did you fall into getting into a, a ska band? Yeah, that was a pretty interesting. So I, I had a, like after that band, we I had probably like five or six more bands, and I ended up with this band that were opening for a really big uh, ska band called Cabrito Voodoo in, in Monterey. And when we finished the set, they told us that later another band was going to be playing and they wanted us to open the gig too. So that's the band that I ended up with. So when we opened the gig, the singer and the guitar player approached and he was like, hey man, we just lost the bass player and we heard you playing. So we were wondering if you want to try out because we're looking for a bass player. So I tried out. I was 15. I was 14 at a time. And I think these guys were like 30. 31 or something <laughs> so, it was really weird but i tried out like a couple of weeks later and my mom took me to the practice and it was it was my 15th birthday the day I, I tried out so my mom took me there and told him like oh since just 15 but i played and the guy liked it so i just i stood in the band after that and so like uh i'm not really sure how to explain it but if if you could explain what a ska band is, what how would you put that? Oh, well, it's like a pair. It's like sublime, high energy music with horns and party and Latin rhythm <laughs> and and uh, inflatables. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a ska band at um, Riot Fest last year. Oh, what's it? Oh, man. What were they called? Uh, scuba something? <laughs> uh, I can't remember, but they were throwing, like, uh, they were wearing, like, all these... Did you ever wear any crazy outfits? No, we were normal. <laughs> normal. <laughs> yeah, well, they were wearing, like, these, like, blue morph suits. Oh, really? <laughs> and uh, I just remember looking over at the crowd, and they just stopped 
playing like the music and just I was like, what is this? And then they were like joking around. And I remember them like putting out inflatables that I've never seen before during the show. Okay. And they were like a, like a pizza inflatable. Like <laughs> it was just madness. And I was like, dude, this is actually pretty cool. And that's like the first time I ever found out about like a ska band. Yeah. Crowd in those, I mean, that music moves the crowd a lot. That's pretty fun. Um, and this band was a really, I mean, was a underground, but a big underground band. They had like four recordings out and the tour around Mexico. So it was, it was a big step up from playing for 15 people. And then my first gig with them, it was like a sold out bar, completely packed, probably probably 500 people like it was a big step up <laughs> holy 500 yeah, and, well that was i mean talking a little bit more about the band they had a, a a song about a soccer team and at some point we were the halftime show for the soccer team in the stadium so that was a pretty awesome gig Hopefully for like 30,000 people <laughs> at like 15 years old yeah, man. I was, I was uh, probably 17 at the time. <laughs> and so how, how what, what was that like? Oh, I mean, it was awesome. It was so much adrenaline rushing, man. It was awesome. Could you even hear yourself? Well, yeah, we had like a, like our nice, huge amp. It was the first time that I played with that, this 8x10 um, amp. And, <laughs> yeah, man, it was, it was crazy. Big audio and... You can see all the people because it was like the home team, so all the people were singing along, and it was pretty cool. Dude, I couldn't even imagine that, man. Yeah, it was. I mean, walking, walking to the mid uh, field, that was crazy. That was like shaking and thinking about just running and going back home. <laughs> <laughs> that was scary. But the moment, like you said, man, the moment I had the first note, I was home. I was playing it. I was moving around and I it's so cool looking around and see your people you know your buddies playing with you yeah and just having a good time and that's that's really all the advice that I would give to people um you know it's just don't ever be afraid to try it because it's oh yeah so much fun it is so much fun it's it's crazy how how fun it is and so I I just kind of want to circle back around to like how long did you tour um with the ska band yeah we, we didn't at the time i was there we probably toured a little bit but i was junior high school <laughs> and my mom wouldn't let me like stop school oh so, come on mom <laughs> it's fine i mean i am i am what i am because of that um she was really supportive she just told me like you can play but you gotta finish your career so that's smart uh, yeah, that was cool. So I, I probably stood in that band for like six years, maybe. Um, we played a, a few cities. We did tour a little bit, but we didn't go like a country tour or anything. So yeah, I've, I've stood with them for a few, a few years. And so, what brought you to the states? Well, I so I'm an engineer. I have like a master's degree in master's degree in simulation. Um, so I was working for this company in, in Mexico and they offered me a job here. So I couldn't refuse it. 
So I just moved here because of work. And so <laughs> a master's degree. Yeah, man, that's that's one of the crazy things, yeah. <laughs> like that congratulations on that. Oh man. thanks, man. That's a lot of hard work. Yeah, I always I was always that was my life. School and music, nothing else. <laughs> and it's so crazy, um, because the members of your band, I mean they you know, they're they're all so different. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about the early, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the man, early. We are, that's one of the coolest things. Like, we all do different things. We come from different backgrounds, but everything just merged together so nice. Now, was there a band that you were in when you came to the States before then? No. No, I was... I moved in here, and then I... Pretty much one day I was looking Craigslist and I saw that the detour was looking for a bass player and I, that's when I met Colin and we played the detour for a while so that, that was pretty much that was pretty much my first band in the states playing with Colin the detour yeah yeah we were we had a, this band and we did a lot of covers and few regionals and then we we recorded our first our first EP and. Pretty much the day we released the, the EP, it was the last day of the band. <laughs> oh my god! You know how stressful <laughs> recording is, man, and it just it just didn't work out. Oh yeah, recording. Uh, like for my fans that are listening, recording. Uh, that'll really show you if your band's gonna make it or not. Oh yeah, it's really stressful. I mean, if if it's not meant to be, it is really stressful. You'll find out during the recording session. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. because sometimes there's things that you can't work out and you do have to stop and maybe go take a break or um, maybe just wrap it up for that day you know yeah but in the other side recording with the early that was so much fun it was like we just didn't want to get out of the studio we were just jamming and everything was flowing so nice so that's a good, that was a good sign. And so, where did where did you meet the other two members? Well, I pretty much played with Colin for the detour, and then we split, and that's when Colin met the other guys. Well, he met Fran in our recording session for Chris Gang, and then he called me back. He told me, hey, man, we're, I'm getting together with these guys. And we're starting a new band if you want to join. So, I joined them, and it was pretty fun. That's 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 when I met Fran, and then when the other guy left the band, uh, we met Trevor in a Craigslist app also. <laughs> and so, what was your thoughts on that? Well, I was I met Colin through Craigslist, so I was like, well, probably we can meet someone too. <laughs> um, and then Fran said that he was talking to this guy, and then he came over the first practice, and, and it was fun. We kind of like play a few songs. And then the second time that he came again, came back, that was so much fun. We were just jamming and doing these long jams and soloing and talking about music. And that's when it was pretty fun. It just all felt kind of right. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's, that's a missing piece. <laughs> and so you live in Michigan. Yeah, I live in Stevensville, Michigan. Stevensville, Michigan. Now you yeah. guys are, I don't know if that's, is that pretty that's pretty far away from south bend isn't it uh probably 45 minutes oh okay so that's not that bad yeah it's, it's, 
I'm probably five minutes away from the highway that takes you to South Bend, so it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love Michigan. That's where actually we uh we recorded our drummer's house, and he lives in, oh. in Three Oaks, Michigan. Oh yeah, I run pretty close to the Acord Theater. Oh okay. Yeah. And how was that? How was that show for you guys? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it was a really nice show. The first time it was like the open mic, so we were just playing a couple songs. But then they invited us to host it, and that was so much fun. We we really enjoyed it. It was a lot of crowd, a lot of... So since we play a lot in South Bend, a lot of people that I know around here don't go to my shows. But that one, since it's closer, some of my friends show up, and it was pretty fun. And there's no other feeling like having your friends out there, you know? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, looking at the crowd and see them enjoying your music. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I I can remember, like, my dad and, and my brother um, and a couple other of my friends were there. I just kept looking up and uh, trying to think, like, okay, don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the Acorn Theater, uh, I, I actually saw uh, a little bit of footage of that. And right. it looked like you guys had like a bunch of people on the stage. What was that? Well, at the end of, of every open mic, they invite everyone to join the hosting band to play like the last jam. So everyone that performed for the open mic uh, join us on stage and we play um, Wholesome Prison Blues. Ooh. And everyone had a chance to solo and it was pretty fun. And so I hear that you have a pretty decent-sized uh, bass collection. So how? <laughs> yeah. what, what, well, what's right going now, on with that? I, I have 15 right now. 15? Yeah, yeah, I have four Warwicks. I have one custom-made bass. I have an upper uh, a double bass, acoustic bass. I have an A-string bass. Um, and I have a jazz bass and... Um, I have a uh, like a Beatle bass. <laughs> oh man! I have a fretless bass, Ibanez, and I have another Ibanez. That one my mom bought to me, so it's pretty special. So I, I, that one I don't play much, but I just keep in it because it reminds me of my mom. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I, I'm imagining if you guys ever do make music videos, you're gonna be pretty uh pretty good with that right yeah we, we're we're recording one this week um we're, we're trying to put a music video for every song or as many as we could so yeah we're we're working on that right now because that's like your specialty right i mean like kind of like uh you said you're like graphic designer something yeah like well i do i do mechanical designer so i do like uh, I design parts more than the other time of design. <laughs> hmm. I'm not, a, you know what I mean? Like, um, like, plus for a refrigerator, I work with that kind of stuff. Make it's, sure that everything works. So do you do that like full time then? Yeah, that's my full time job. And also, I mean, my other, my, my the rest of my time goes to the band. <laughs> So, uh, I, I want to cr- congratulate you for, uh, you, well, actually all of you guys for recording that album. I think it sounds fantastic. 
Oh, thanks so much for listening, man. It means a lot. And I did actually see you guys uh, at the Moose Lodge. I don't know if you remember that show or not. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Um, and I remember looking at every everyone in the band had so much energy. Yeah, we just enjoy playing so much. Like that's one of the cool things about the music that we've been putting together. Like we all do, or we all uh, do our stuff. Like my bass lines, I come up with them and. I love playing something that I really enjoy playing, so that, that's a really nice thing. No one like gets to each other's lines. Yeah, so, and that's what I noticed is like each one of you kind of stood out in your own little way. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. And and it's we we really play together good. That we know kind of what we show, like everyone else is doing. So so we don't mess with their range. So that's pretty fun too. Like I know that. Uh, whatever bass line I'm making or I'm playing, I know that Trevor or Colin won't step on it or it won't make it sound less. So that's a, that's a really nice thing to do. Yeah, I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's like sometimes you have like three guitars and, and the bass and they're all doing the same thing. So it's like <laughs> no one can like really enjoy much doing that. But once you have like someone that like if... Colin is playing something the lower end of the guitar. I know Trevor is going to go for the high end. So I know that I should stay in the middle to make it like everyone like have a nice sound. Yeah. Yeah, I never really thought about that, but that's that's awesome, man. Yeah, we really really play together good. Yeah. Yeah, I know I enjoyed it so much. I think I I made a video of it. Oh, that's cool. I I haven't found it yet. I know you said you put it on Instagram, but I, I couldn't find it. Yeah, I don't know if I sent it to somebody in a story or if I... It's somewhere. All right. Yeah, um, I like to see that. So you play a lot of, like, six-string bass, right? Yeah, my, my go-to bass right now is a six-string. Um, but I have five and four, and I play those for a while. But right now, I, I really like... Even though I don't play like the, the first or the last string too much, but I, I like having there just in case. <laughs> um, now, you started on a four string bass, right? Yeah, I started on a four string bass and then I moved to a five string bass. And then. So, what? what's the difference? Like, what What else does it like enable you to do? Well, that's pretty cool because uh, the bass and pretty much the guitar too, but mostly on the bass, uh, all the shapes are the same. Like, if you know how to play something in, in one fret, the same figure, you can play it in the other fret, and it should be the same relation. So once you add the five string, uh, you can, like, once you learn where everything is at in the new string, you can do your movements, like, vertical instead of horizontal. So, like, instead of going to an open E, you go to your lower string on a five, and that's an E, too, so you kind of, like... Oh, it's like kind of like drop drop tuning for guitar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just add more range and more places where you can play the same thing, but in different places to like save some movements. Man, I you know what? I really uh, enjoyed your story, man. Like, I I think it's incredible that that you were in a in a pretty big band, you know, and, and played for a stadium that's huge. Yeah, man, I, I really, um, I mean, and the, it teaches me a lot doing that because 
you think that, man, those guys made it and that stuff, but I can tell you, I didn't get paid for those gigs. <laughs> so um, you learn a lot. You learn how the industry works. Uh, you learn from guys that have been around for more time. And you kind of see how everything in the industry works. So I teach you a lot. So that's one thing that I couldn't learn anywhere else but being in a big band. And, yeah, well, with a big band, I mean, you have to split the profits and it'll be so small. You know, I yeah, don't think you guys are doing yeah, but, it for the profits. But, like, you know, like, going to, to do, a, like, a TV program or something, and then it's just promotion, so you don't really get paid for those. And then you you don't really think about that until you are there, you know? <laughs> so you're like, oh, we're not getting paid? <laughs> yeah, what do you mean we're not getting paid? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, once... When when you see it on TV, you're like, man, those guys should be making a lot of money for being there. But once you are on the other side, you kind of start like seeing things in a different way. Yeah, and so, and that's what I realized too. I mean, like local gigs around here, you know, we've had like five or six, um, and I don't really remember any making anything more than like gas money. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't care. I mean, I enjoy being a musician yeah. and, and playing. I don't even really care if we ever get paid. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's the last thing that goes through your mind once you're on the stage. And so, if you ever had, like, uh, any advice you'd want to give to, like, the younger generation that is coming up and, and wants to try out the bass or wants to try out the guitar, and what what kind of advice would you give to somebody younger that's kind of, I don't know, scared as to uh, stepping into music. Uh, well, I, I thought about that, and I have a few things that I will say to someone that is just starting to play, and I'll be like, uh, enjoy the process, man. Like, really practicing and sucking at the beginning and trying to figure it out, that's part of the process, and you got to enjoy it. Like, there is no better, better feeling of trying to learn a song and your fingers won't respond and after a couple days you get the line right man that feels so good so i would say like just enjoy the process and it's not a competition like we all go on different rates not because uh eight year old from china can play that song faster means that you can do it you know it's not a competition yeah, yeah. Like don't don't get discouraged by that. Just keep practicing, and that's the only get, the only way to get better is practicing, man. And you you gotta enjoy it. Beautiful words of wisdom. Yeah, I mean that that's one of the things that I saw a lot of people dropping out of the guitar because they couldn't get the solo right. And I'm like, man, just keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean that's that's what it is. When I first started, I I knew what smoke on the water, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. On one string, fine. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then it's, it's, it's a really nice feeling, like, playing along with the recording and sounding like the same. It feels really good. It's a lot of, uh, like, a nice, like, a goal to, to learn a song. Yeah, and, and then you just branch out from there. Yeah, yeah. And then you start, you start realizing, like, Man, I, I remember playing that chord in this other song, so it kind of, once you start learning your first song, it, it just gets easier from there. It really does. Yeah, and so. uh, I wanted to 
ask you, uh, what, so what were your guys' plans as far as, uh, now that the album's out, uh, you guys are going to be playing at like college campuses, is that correct? Yeah, right now we have a, a gig on IUSB in South Bend um, for the River Fest. Uh, we're playing at the Well. We're playing at the Acorn Theater opening for Miles Nielsen Band. Um, we have a few gigs coming up. We're trying to like play as much as we can, go to new places around the area, meet more people, kind of like promote our music a little bit more, try to reach more people. And go from there, you know? Yeah, and uh, I I think you guys are going to get a lot of attention from the college campuses. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a nice nice uh, scene to play for. College campuses, yeah. I think, so. I think it's just because of the age difference. Yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think it'll be fun. It's always fun to play for younger people. Yeah, because uh, more energy. Yeah, yeah, and you can throw a shirt to the crowd, and they all fight for it. <laughs> a shirt? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I, I know, I fought for my first shirt in a gig one time. So. <laughs> really? What? What? What was that? Well, we were just in the crowd, and the band got a shirt and throw it like a like a band shirt, you know, with a logo, mm-hmm. a free shirt, and everyone just like. Fought for it. <laughs> oh my! That was a fun gig. <laughs> Did you get the? You got the shirt? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I just fun. wanted to uh, kind of wrap things up here, and uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show. And, I appreciate uh, it so much. You, you got you. Me. You have a really, really awesome story, and I, I just hope that if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you find some kind of inspiration. All right, we're back. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's all right. No, I was just wrapping up the show and, uh, you know, thanking you for coming on the podcast and, you know, telling these people hopefully, uh, you know, they get some inspiration um, from my podcast. And, you know, I just want to spread a lot of positive energy, you know, by doing this. And I've had a lot of support. Uh, from my fans and, and uh, band members and, you know, everybody that's came on the show. I think that I'm changing the world to make it a better place and uh, hopefully inspire some people on the way. Yeah, man, that's what music is all about. Join people, make it for a better place. And I appreciate so much you inviting me and it's awesome what you're doing with your podcast, man. Thank you, man. And so this is going to be the last episode of season number one. Uh, We are at nine episodes. So if you guys want to hear Rockin' Rob on, which is my dad, obviously, um, he's going to be coming on. He's been a drummer for 35 years. And uh, we're going to see what he has to say um, on our our uh episode number one of season two so hopefully you listen to that uh but that's gonna be all for today's podcast with jams with jay all right ivan have a good night buddy i thanks so much man you too bye bye bye